The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. When it comes to arguments, women will ask questions to get their point across, while men may not even be aware that an argument is happening. But how do men and women differ when it comes to conflict, communication and the workplace? Joining me on the line is Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist and co-host of the podcast Tough Love. Stephanie, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Good to hear you. Now, talk to me about the way women and men communicate differently. Is it so obvious? Yeah, I, th- I think it is. It's fairly obvious to us all, I think, in our in our lives. But maybe, you know, the, the, the idea today is just to kind of maybe detail it a little bit and see where we fit. Of course, it's, it's you know, there's some generalizations being made in this, but we're really talking about the average. And of course, at the end of each side of average, there are very, you know, lots of women who, who think in a very different way and who communicate in a more along the male line, if you like. And similarly, for men who are more empathetic and all of that. So we're we're talking down the middle here and they are the differences really i always think of it in my mind as men tend to report as in or e p o r t and and women tend to work on building rapport and the, so in that sense that's where i always think of it men you know even in their normal conversation, they use speech that contains facts and and kind of aims towards solving things, solving problems. They don't tend to bring in personal stories and you know personal information. Where women, on the other hand, they tend to to look much more broadly, at, you know, at the person. They notice if they're upset, if they're you know there's something more that they don't understand. So they have that kind of seek and find kind of style of of looking and communicating. And that's, in essence, where the difference begins. Uh, When men and women are dealing with each other then, men are reporting the facts, if you like, and women are maybe trying to suss out more general aspects. How does that work in terms of actually getting some sort of progress on on an item? Yeah, well, I think you see that's exactly where it, 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 you know, we see this in, in the workplace. Let's just talk there that we know that companies, for example, who have, you know, greater gender diversity on their boards, they do, they do very, very much better than other organizations. And part of this is because when those two styles come together, that, you know, you get a better strength. Women, for example, will, you know, they will collect more information. They will, they will draw people in more. So they build the team more. They're, they're more tuned in into reading body language. So they they pick up when somebody is withdrawing from a task or indeed withdrawing from an idea. So that's an important skill. They um, they also can, you know, encourage and help people to, to feel part of that group. So they're good listeners. They also, of course, can keep a group focused and keep so they have that whole collaborative style. So that's a when you bring that together with the male style, if you like, which is more fact-based, more more inclined to press forward and be goal-focused with the task. And you put those two together, you can get a very good result. So now, it's the it's the joining of the yeah. two. Now, yep. now, what prompted all of this was a discussion in the office about uh, how men and women uh, would organise a social occasion. For example, Indeed. they want to meet mm. in the pub. And yeah. the lads will say, well, I'll meet you in the dokey duck or the queens or whatever it might be uh eight o'clock uh okay lads and the lads will all text back yeah might be a bit late but i'll be there eight o'clock fine mm-hmm. um the women on the other hand be saying oh well hang on a second i don't like the the food there i never liked and there's a there's a barman there's a bit rude or uh, you know or, or, or mm. uh, someone's running late uh, or blah blah 
And it goes round and round and round and round and round before finally they decide not to go out at all or something mm. like that. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yes, There's I an do. awful what lot of tearing is... apart of the problem. Whereas if Joe doesn't actually turn up to watch the match, yes. no, <laughs> the other lads don't really care. Um, yes. Whereas the women, if, um, you know, Amanda doesn't turn up for the meaning, I wonder what happened to Amanda. Yeah, but you see, women are, we are, you know, as you say, in, in whole evolutionary terms, we, we mind the group. We, um, we mind the family. We, we mind the, you know, that we're, we know we have those skills. Those skills are, are very deep in us. And, and I think that's what you're, what you're interfacing with there. And the positive of it, as you rightly put, the positive of it is that people you see are being, um, considered. People are being included. Um, things are being looked at that could be problems down the road. And what you're saying is if we look at too many of those details, you can end up not getting the job done. And you're right there. You 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 can't go around in circles. At some point, you have to say, okay, so that's a plus and that's a minus, but you know what? We're going to go to this one this time. And if it doesn't work out, next time we'll do something different. So, and women, of course, are well able to be deciders too. But I, I think what you're pointing to is that women can go around. Now, I would say to you psychologically that I find this with, sometimes with women, I will often say that to them, you're using a lot of headspace on a very small point. You know, you have to let let that go and move to a bigger picture and divert yourself from it because we are detailed by nature and we are inclined to go over details and that can be a difficulty, but it's also a strength. That's really what I'm saying on that. Yeah, I mean, having to get a decision made, uh, sometimes the men will say, oh, for God's sake, let's just do it uh, mm-hmm. to hell with the consequences. And maybe that's how wars begin. Um, exactly. The women, on the other hand, will be more, uh, as you say, working out what might the possible outcomes for this particular yes. decision be. Uh, but sometimes, uh, you know, the way they say justice delayed is justice denied. Uh, a decision yeah. delayed means... Yeah, uh, you know, no ring road for Galway, as we discussed yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, so again, what you you see, what you're pointing to, and what, even in in everything you say there, what what works is the two. What works is the two perspectives, and it's about really recognizing that the the male style, which is more assertive and and inclined to um, be more dominant about what they think and what they say, and that it's it may be more correct. You know, that they feel they're more correct. But the point is they can make mistakes quicker. They're they're not considering the whole strategy of it. Women are good strategists in that sense. And that's been very well shown that they have the facility actually to draw on on the long term kind of experiences better than men do. So in the moment, men can get dominated by their need if you like, they can internally get dominated by their need to display independence and their need to display dominance and not submitting in the group. Whereas women don't suffer from that. Women kind of feel, oh, this is this is going one direction and it's going very quickly. And maybe we need to consider A, B and C. And that's that that being able to put that break point on a conversation and that break point in the workplace can lead to very good very good outcomes. And of course, in political sense, it also leads to very good outcomes, apart from the fact that obviously women bring women's issues to yeah. the table. But Th- that's there are, really uh, there's evidence of other places where men and women kind of have different styles. And I would suggest mm-hmm. to you shopping. Shopping, yes. Men, men go in, they buy it, they're out. Yeah. You see, they're goal focused. They need, you know, two new shirts, three new shirts. They go get them and they walk out. They're not distracted by everything else. 
you know, and they're not looking for everything else. But that also, you see, Pat, that comes to the, if you like, coming back to the way women think about the household, that they're, they're, it's very well understood that women carry a running internal, that's known as the invisible labor that women carry in the, carry in the workplace, or sorry, in the home place, is that they keep a running list and a running kind of tag on everything that's needed at home. So you might think you only need three shirts, but when your when your wife goes in with you, she will remember that the jacket was worn out. You know, she will remember things that you won't. You go focused on um on that. Yeah. Women will go in with a whole running list and so they are looking around. That would mm. be my my yeah. and, and then, of that. course, if the man goes in and buys the three shirts and he comes home, he puts one of them on and immediately he gets, you're not going out in that, are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah, there's one final point here about yes. work and the office and so on. Um, on WhatsApp, men versus women boils down to office temperature. Men have to suffer high office temperatures instead of the women wearing an extra top. So says Barry in Dublin. And I have to say, it's just ob- observ- observing in, in the studio here. Here, yes. um, I like a cold temperature, and um, yeah. most of the females do not like a cold temperature. I come into the no, office in the morning true. sometimes, and you know the the Galway shawl mm. is in evidence, keeping the women warm. <laughs> That's right. Now, one other really important point, Pat, if I can mention, is arguments. How this translates into arguments that when men get into an argument or a communication with their partners. And that partner is upset or wants to, you know, speak it out um, and speak out the difference. Men try to fix things. That's where this comes a cropper, if you like. Men try to to fix it. They go on the facts. They say, oh, we do this instead. And they're not really letting that woman speak out what she wants because really she wants to be heard. And women use conversations to to do that, you know, with their partners, to to be heard, to explain, to um, help them to understand what's going on for them. And if a man rushes to, okay, tell you what, we'll never go shopping again. That's the end, you know, that's their solution. Uh, shopping mm-hmm. is difficult, so let's not go shopping again. And that's that does not work in arguments. So the way we deal with those things is important. Okay, the comment here, it's outrageously stereotypical. I know men who take ages to make decisions and I as a woman make decisions quickly and effectively. Where is the research? Well, you did say, uh, Stephanie, that there are... You did are, put that you, know, in. Th- th- you did, yeah. uh, of course. The last thing, uh, is it innate or is it learned behaviour? Both. Uh, the evidence is there to show it's both. And of course, socialization is a huge factor. And, uh, you know, and we are really talking right down the middle here in the stereotypical differences. But the truth is, whether we like it or not, there are absolute differences. Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist and co-host of the podcast Tough Love. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.